What up, everybody? It's your boy, Jay the Gentleman from WaterRice.com. Your scoop to everything Philly. And you are about to tune in to the livest one, Lauren Reed Live. Let's go. WaterRice Radio. Peace. It's just a public service announcement sponsored by Just Blaze and the good folks at Rockefeller Records. Fellow Americans. Hey, it's your girl, Lauren Reed, and you are now locked in to Lauren Reed Live, right here on Red History the show where you get another scoop of everything. Allow me to reintroduce myself, my name is Ho, oh, H to the O-V, I used to move snowflakes by the O-Z, I guess even back then you can call me CEO of the R-O-C, Ho. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Jay the Gentleman, and you're listening to Lauren Reed Live on Water Ice Radio, powered by WaterIce.com, your scoop to everything Philly. Now let's go. It's your girl, Lauren Reed, right here on What A Ice Radio. And it is Tuesday night. April. April. It's Aries season. Oh, Birthdays in two days. Birdman Let's go. <laughs> like, no, I was crying the other morning. I was like, I'm old as shit. <laughs> I'm unmarried. That's un- a for the worst. I'm, un- I'm unmarried. <laughs> no children. <laughs> Bitch about to go buy a cat. And thank you for listening. <laughs> That ends tonight's show. Have a good night. <laughs> so you all right. You all right. I'm hype. You all right. I'm all right. I'll be all right. You know, 30, yeah. you know, 30 or something. I don't know. I don't need to put 30 and extra, some change. I don't need to put extra numbers yeah, on it. 30 and some change. We're young. Okay. Yeah, we good. Thursday the new good. 20, man. We See, good. she's already my favorite guest so far. See, that's why she can be here. Right. All right, everybody. But you already know what it is. Me and my homie, Jada Gentleman, we are yeah. here in the building. It is time to do the Lauren Reed live show. It's good to be back. Yep. Doesn't feel like spring, though. I don't know what's going on with Mother Nature. She what did here. we do? We we doing the most to her. Like, <laughs> we heard like her feelings. She's really upset. For mad, like, centuries. Yo, it like, was a meme that said, uh... The weather is like a bad baby mom. You just like, I just want to see my son. <laughs> I was like, yo, people are crazy. But then there was one that was like, the weather's like uh, um, a bad baby dad. It's like, are you going to come or not? Are you going <laughs> <laughs> So they were just going both ways yeah, with it, right? Yeah, yeah. I feel it. I feel it. But yeah, I mean, tomorrow's supposed to be like 70 degrees, but I'm it's supposed it. to rain all day. I'm over getting sick and shit. Like. It's really, really bad. It's bad. It's Fucking bad. my emotions. But... Since it's raining outside, we all know you guys are inside listening mm-hmm. to the show right now. So we have a great show lined up yes. for you. Very excited for this show. Tonight, we have two amazing guests here. We have Breezy and Watts from Taste Creators. It's a really, really, really good, dope, creative business. I can't wait for you guys to um, 
hear about the business in the next hour. But hello, they are here for the first half of the show, too. I've always wanted that to happen. <laughs> the air horns? During interview, just air horns. We, we do our <laughs> own. That's the best We do our own. We do our own. We do our own. It's from the heart. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, yes. So I was I was telling Breezy before we came on air, mm-hmm. like how we kind of do the show, mm-hmm. right? And she was like, but I don't know anything about current topics. I was like, don't worry about it. Uh, you should have like, neither do I. <laughs> what did I say? Did I say I that? Know, like, I said, I don't, he never knows anything. And I just, Until I we just do the show. Him. I'm like, oh, that happened? <laughs> exactly. So what we'll do really quick, though, is we'll pay the bills. Oh, yep, let's do All that. All right. So first, shout out to um, our... Sponsors, Samsung Technologies. Yep. They hook us up with all of our equipment here that you see in the building right now. Absolutely. Pre and post production, production needs. needs. Hey, I'm getting <laughs> I'm getting better with that, right? Hey. So make sure you guys check them out on um, their Instagram page. Is Samsung Technologies. Yep. Easy right? peasy. And then shout out to NAP, News, um, Newsstand Association of Philadelphia. If you guys happen to be in Center City with it's like 30 plus uh, newsstands across the city, mm-hmm. you can be able Actually to like 50 plus. Yeah. 50 plus. Wow. Um, you get to see the Lauren Reed Live show and in any other show on waterice.com. Uh, we're all on those news You guys will be on the news stands in a couple weeks. You guys will be on the in a couple weeks as well. Yeah. in the city to see, so you know what I mean? So shout out, shout out to Nap. Who else we got? Oh, of course, ourselves. Shout out to waterice.com. We are your scoops of everything Philly. Make sure you guys are going and signing up for the newsletter. Yes. So you can find out everything that is going on in the city. We got uh, family-friendly things. We got adult-friendly things. Uh, we got just pretty much a little bit of everything. We got, we was never in a relationship things. Like, we got everything. We got, <laughs> I, I guess, we got all, we, we were talking about that earlier. Oh, I, I, I left out for that, that part. Yeah. But we got, we, we got you covered, right? Yeah, we got you covered. For, for everything there. Um, also, make sure you follow us on social media. Yes. Uh, what are ice, uh, W-O-O-D underscore I-C-E. And also, what are ice radio, which is W-O-O-D-E-R-I-C-E underscore radio, radio correct yes there it is and most importantly we're on youtube guys yeah. go to our youtube page and subscribe 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 you get to see all of the um clips from all the shows every that are single on there. interview or every single video clip we've every ever done every single video <laughs> clip every single interview archived that we've done on YouTube channel. it's archived on youtube channel please go and check it out i think that's it oh we gotta shout out the other show oh. on what i radio. Oh. oh we gotta shout out boom oh duh yeah shout out to boom philly um, they are a new partner with us. Every time that you go to the Boom Philly, um, Boom Philly page, make sure you go to the tab that says Water Ice Exclusives. It'll lead you right to all the stuff that we partner up with Boom with, like the Beat Expo. Mm-hmm. The recap, shout out to our boy Heck. Yep. That uh, recap was fly- fire. It was dope. It was really, really good. Shout out to the um, the whole Water Ice team. We were there that um, a couple Saturdays ago. Mm-hmm. We took care of all of Boom's needs that they needed help with. And it turned out to be amazing. Yeah, it was really dope. It was really, really, really good. So make sure you guys check out boomphilly.com as well. Cool. Woo! I think we're good now. Oh, wait. No, we're not good. Shout out to all the, everybody else on the What Eyes Radio oh, yeah, family. Right. Mike Beyond. Shout out to Mike Beyond with Weird is the New Black. Yep. Shout out to uh, the Drop Night Show. They're on Thursday night, 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Sean Time. Sean Beasley and Sean K. Beasley Wonder. Now, I'm now done. Now we're done. All right. Woo! All right, let's go. So what we got coming up? So as you guys know, we had our playlist for the night, and I had the pleasure of having our two guests kind of help with the playlist this Shout evening. Shout out to y'all thank for you. that. Thank you, 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 thank you. Got some really good cool um, ones in here, too. So Breezy uh, gave me some really cool songs from really good artists, some that they have worked with and some that they just love. And we'll get to that We'll get to on. that as yep. well, correct? So... Our first song of the night is Miss Tierra Wack. Philly. From Philly with Mumbo Jumbo. Talk to us a little bit about why you picked that song. I just love 
Yeah. Mm. I think she's definitely one of the next people. Okay. Next artist that's like gonna be out of here. Mm. Like I just love her creativity. Yeah. And I'm excited to to see what she does next. I was, I, was, too. I was telling Lauren about the video for this. All I right, this is amazing. Video, I haven't, I didn't, so I didn't see the video yet. I still gotta oh, check it out. That's you like one of the best videos I've seen recently. Right? And and I was like, I was like, where did get the budget? Like, I was just like, yeah, yeah. like how? What? It was and so the, good. The acting and the modeling. Yeah. Was just like out of control. It was just like really next level, and she's so original. She's just herself. And yeah. I, I really, I mean, this song's been on my. They coined her like the the new like. Missy, because she's so well. That's like, what I thought when I heard surreal. this song. I was like, that's what it reminded me of, right? So I was like, okay, I see you. But we also played another one of her joints before, right. Toe Jam, yep, on, on the show before. Yeah. So but she's like the demographic of like Odd Future, mm-hmm. like Rockhampton type of demographic, where like she's definitely alternative, and very what she's much, doing and very creative and off the beaten path. And I love that. Yeah. I love yeah. it like yeah. that. Yeah. It's, been on, it's been on my playlist since it came out. Yeah. And, you know, I actually we, we haven't worked with you. Oh, cool. So, oh, word. Yeah, like, I just love dope artists. Put it out into the music, universe, right? right? <laughs> it just, it needs, people need to hear it. So yeah. let's just keep putting it out there. Keep putting so it out there. So you to hear it right now. All right, everybody. It's your girl, Lauren Reed, right here on What Ice Radio. Got Jada Gentleman in the building. Got Taste Creators in the building, Breezy and Watts. And we will be right back, everybody. Don't go anywhere. Stay right there. And we're back, everybody. It's your girl, Lauren Reed, right here on What Ice Radio. And that was Sierra Wack with mm-hmm. Mumbo Jumbo. I gotta go watch the video because yeah. the song is dope. Yeah. Watch. I'm yeah. definitely gonna go do that when yep. we when we're done here. But everybody, you already know what time it is. It is time for the wretched, wretched recap. recap. The wretched yeah. recap is a part of the Yeah, I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna add that in now. Wait, now I wasn't expecting that until <laughs> I was thrown off. That's a new one. All right, everybody, it's time for the Ratchet Recap. And the Ratchet Recap is the part of the show where we talk about anything and everything that is ratchet. So it could be celebrity gossip. It could be sports. It could be politics. It could be local news. It could be trending topics. And it could be about your ratchet ass out With there. your ratchet ass. Go ahead and sit down somewhere so we catch you doing something ratchet. Acting all ratchet. We will talk about you. <laughs> yes. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. So the first story is extremely ratchet. This is wild. I didn't even know about this. So I'm going to be honest about this story. No one knows if this is really true. I got you right here. (laughs) It did. But also, no one knows if this is like really true story. All right. But I thought it was worth putting in here. I I appreciate it. This is going to be interesting. So April Fool's was on Sunday, everybody, as you already know, Mm -hmm. which I have to admit there was some really funny April Fool's jokes, like all the parents who didn't put eggs out but had their kids searching in the backyard. (laughs) That's definitely something I would do to one of my kids. And the memes were amazing. The memes were amazing, right? Good stuff. Or no, they do this one every year, but it's still too funny for me. When it's April 2nd and she's still pregnant, it's always a good (laughs) meme after April (laughs) Fool's. <laughs> Yo. So, <laughs> this didn't go well. No, it didn't. A uh, New York woman apparently kills her boyfriend after an April Fool's joke. What? Yes. A young woman is facing murder charges after allegedly she killed her boyfriend for playing an April Fool's a prank on her. 24-year-old woman Lisa Estevez is facing first-degree murder charges after she shot and killed 25-year-old boyfriend Whoa. Ray Jordan in the chest. Reportedly, Lisa shot right after the April Fool's prank had gone terribly wrong. Authorities say Ray, who had been dating Lisa for three years, apparently got on his knees and proposed to Lisa, only to then open the engagement ring box and reveal the words April Fool's. No. What? (laughs) I'll give my thoughts in a second. There's so much in my mind right now. Lisa then immediately reached for Jordan's firearm and that happened to be on the living room couch and shot him in the chest, killing him instantly. So whether this story is true or not, 
It was just laying on the couch. That's like, why I said no one knows this. They just really, went on a like, no one, That's why I said no one knows this story is true or not. However, is that something you would have done? I wouldn't have killed Bull, but I would have definitely gave him a two piece <laughs> to the chin. Like, I don't know if I would have killed him. Three years, she was setting up for the. She was yeah. setting up for the video, the, the crazy shake cry. She's about to call her mom real quick, FaceTime. She's been picking out her color swaps for years, years. Now. Yeah, her Pinterest is lit. Her Etsy's lit. She knows the cake they're going to eat. <laughs> yeah. She knows the first dance they're the, going to do. What's the catering company? She has every. She has a book. It was, it was ready to go. She has a book. Damn. Three years. She's been waiting this for three years. He would have got the boop boop real quick. <laughs> <laughs> like real quick. But I don't, I don't know if I'm trying to spend the rest of my life in jail for it, however. Damn. I hope this story is, isn't real. I hope it's not real, I too. But guess what? Bro, if it is real, you already knew she was crazy. These are red. She had red flags from two yeah. and a half years ago. Yeah. Not like so you probably, This isn't out of nowhere. This is not out of nowhere. You knew Where this Where you could like comfortably leave the gun you, on the couch. You knew this was a bad idea. I don't get it. I don't I, that that fucks me up. The leaving the just chilling. Like, That's why I don't think this is. They right. got no kids in the crib. Like this is, but this is bad. That's wild. Maybe she was plotting it though. Like maybe she like knew one day she would kill him. And <laughs> Just that's give me the, one excuse. Like he's been like a dead man walking for three years. <laughs> that's the twist. That's the twist. Yo, that's like one excuse. And, it's and a she rap. was like, oh, April Fool's? Yeah. Why? I, with the I yeah. like your thinking. Yeah. Wow. That's a good one. That's a good one. Damn. I like it. So he, he had it coming. Is he had it coming. Yeah. So he's kind of like natural selection at that point. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he knew what was happening. He, he, was, was, he, knew he was ready to die. He like, almost his fate. Wow. Crazy. I bet he was like, yo, this is going to be funny. I'm going to put this down right quick. Yo, this is going to be funny. And da, the whole da, time da. she's like packing the pistol loaded. Like she, she got it, she got like it warm. I hope you do this. <laughs> it was warm. Yeah. Like She went to the range the weekend before. Like nice, <laughs> right? Her shots are nice. Right. Whoa. But I hope, actually, no, real talk, though, I hope this is not true. This is in New York? This is in New York. Whoa, in man. Manhattan or like upstate in the boonies? That's say, actually. I hope this is fake. Where'd you get that news from, yo? I got it from the internet. But like what internet? Which internet? Fakenews.com. It's like, which, no. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, was, which internet? It actually go? was, it was like, it was on social media and then it was like another link to another link. It's probably fake, but it's still a good story. Anybody have any good uh, April Fool pranks? Nah. I haven't had one in like a really long time, so I don't even remember. I'll be getting into my feelings when it should be. You know what I mean? Like, I don't got time <laughs> to play those games. Like, come on, man. You know, I got shit to do. I'm sensitive. I feel like every time I think of one, it's always the morning of April Fool's. Like I wake up and I'm just like, oh, it's April Fool's. Like I think of something quick, and then yeah. whatever I think of, I go to do it, and then everyone's like, like, that's a, not. Funny. It's not. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> April Fool's. Like, oh. And I'm like, oh man. April Fool's. Like, yeah. 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 They're like, come on, wise, you did that last nah, year, yeah. <laughs> right? Let me guess. You woke up and you thought you had to do an April Fool's joke, right? And you're like, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I had to do it again. Stop. Nah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know, man. I haven't. No, you know what? One, one got me. This year, yeah, cause I like Sunday. Yeah. Okay, where was it? I was I was coming from like cause I stayed in AC and I okay. was like coming. I'm like all disoriented, and it was the one where um, Odell Beckham Jr. gets no, he got he got traded to the Cowboys for Des Bryant. Uh, and oh, I you was hype? Like, what? And I was like, wait, it's April Fool's. Never mind. And I just called I like, it. you was hype about that. I, I was like, sports like, stories were crazy. For like, like right, that's what I'm saying. The sports stories were really really crazy. Point two seconds. I was like, <laughs> nah. Hell yeah! What? Odell Beckham? Hell yeah! You're a Cowboys fan? I am, yeah. Hey, yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Where are you from? Texas. Texas. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, it's allowed. <laughs> it's allowed. <laughs> He's like, we'll let you pass. Yeah. All right, yeah. so this one is not on our outline, but I have to bring it up. Oh, I thought you were going to go to the next one. No, not yet, okay. but I'm upset about that as well. 
Um, so as you guys know, it was a story last week that surfaced in regards to Fabulous <sighs> um, having an assault charge against his longtime girlfriend, Emily. That one hurt, that one hurt me, y'all. So... That story broke like last Wednesday, Thursday, kind of yeah. sort of, because I remember the Drop Night Show kind of sort of touched on and talk about it. Right. But everything was kind of alleged at that time, right? And there was video, right? But that's what happened over the weekend. Yeah. On Saturday, a video came out. TMZ, of course, Some got the video. neighbor was like. Right. <laughs> so really quick, just to recap the story. Apparently, um, Emily filed charges against him for domestic violence for assault. They stated, she stated that um, she was really, really, really upset he was in LA for some reason mm. she was out in LA at the same time as well mm. he got really upset that he was out there when they both got back to New York he went like ape on her Damn. and beat her up punched her in her face at least seven to eight times what? knocked her two front teeth out now this is this, all this was this wasn't like recent this, I this, thought this, this was like a couple months ago Mm, or like a while is, ago this, before this had happened. No, this is recent. This oh, okay. is a recent uh, this is a recent event. Damn. And um she filed charges, other stuff like that. So that story was alleged. Everybody was like, well, we don't know if it's true or not, whatever, whatever. That was what the police report basically said. Right, 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 right. So apparently a couple days after that, there's video of him pulling up to the house with his security and Emily's dad being there mm. and they're all outside having a confrontation. Mm. And he's like threatening her dad and her brother, like, I got bullets with your name mm. on it, like, blah, blah, blah. And, the dad, and he was like, Why are you at my house? The dad's like, This is my daughter. She's like screaming. Mm. And the kids, the, were. the kids are like screaming. It's like horrific. The kids are like screaming in the back. But every time he comes towards her, she's like screaming, like running away from him. Like, yeah. that's terror. No, it was, it was natural fear. That's terror. That, but. A lot of people were like, why was she videotaping it? Because she was videotaping it with her phone. Right. And because he, when he was going towards her one time, he was like, why are you videotaping? Like, why are you videotaping? Evidence, Don't fucking take Duh. <laughs> but the thing about it was that if you look at the video, like, his bodyguards couldn't even get him, like, under control. Like, it was, was big motherfuckers. It was, it was, it was wild. Wow. So I think a lot of people were shaken by the fact that, like, I think Fab in the media, I mean, in the spotlight seems so, like, cool, calm, collective. Whatever you always see them in these family pictures, especially like on Halloween, mm -hmm. they do the different like characters every year. Like they just had a well, their youngest son is like maybe what like four or five. Like they seem like a family, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? I mean, there's always been stories about Fab and other girls and the stuff that kind of sort of like comes with territory that shouldn't come with the territory, mm -hmm. but it comes with it. And they've been together for so many years, but no one's have heard anything like this before. Yeah, that's wild. So I brought this up because. <clears throat> The comments from people from like off of social media were people crazy, are crazy, crazy, yo. yo, like crazy. Like I saw so many dudes like, but what did she do to provoke him? I saw girls like, oh, she she been with him for all those years. She been knew he wasn't shit. Like why she like she get what she deserves. Like people were Whoa. just like saying crazy stuff like. Like, even on one of, like, on Mike Beyond, he had some people on his yeah, timeline yeah, yeah. saying crazy stuff. Like, one boy was like, you don't know, you got to fact-check her. You don't know her character, B. And I'm like, what? Like, right. do I have to fact-check your mom, sister, or daughter to get her teeth knocked out? Right. I remember saying that. But, like, my thing is it takes a lot for the dad to have to come and scoop up her, his daughter from his daughter's yes. man's crib. Yes. Like, that's, like, that's it. That That's it. You know what I'm trying <laughs> to say? And, like, 
the sad part for me was number one, the kids screaming in the background because it almost felt like they'd they were been there before. Shit. They were scared. They'd yeah. like been there before. But the other part that was really sad for me was watching her run from him because mm. I felt like that was pure fear. Yeah. Like he's done this before. Like please don't come near me. Like I don't know what's gonna kind of sort of happen type of thing. So it was kind. Of, so my question was like to the to the to the room was kind of sort of like. Why is it so like, like almost to the point where like we don't believe that celebrities can do certain stuff that people can even comment to the things like, well, what does she do to provoke him? Like, why do we hold? Why do you think people hold these celebrities at this high like standard? And I get it. Like, Fab is never really in the news for like anything other than dropping music. You know what I'm trying to say? So this is completely like, I was shocked. Like you said, yeah. I was like, like Fab. I've always said like, just like purely rap like that fat was always my favorite so like to see him sustain his career for so long right. and just change the way how he comes up with music and he's always on tour without right. like an album right. i just always like a mint like i just like i like that about him but like when this shit happens it's like fuck bruh like come on like this is wild <laughs> i feel like it's just too it's like one like two words toxic masculinity i just like i'm like so mm. i'm like very confident that like a lot of these things, like a lot of the comments I was looking at as you were saying that is like a lot of them are just guys being like, why is she mad? Mm -hmm. Or like, what did she do to provoke that? And right. it's like, you can't, you have to believe, you have right. to believe her and also the video. I mean, like, that's pretty telling also, but I feel like it's a right. lot of guys in like groups that like don't want to believe that because they don't want to be with their, like their guy friends, like their best bro friends mm -hmm. and be the one in the circle being like, yo, did you hear what Fab did? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and be I feel the like one yeah. to sympathize. But like, it's just a matter of like letting your like yeah. guard down and being like, yo, like he probably beat her and yeah. that's not right and we should just not support him at all. I think domestic violence either way is like wrong because I, and, and I've had this conversation with other people, like there are, I know some girls out there that be messing their meat up like they're their dude up yeah. because they feel like they're because they're a female they can't get hit back yeah and i and i do i don't believe, a should hit a, I don't believe yeah i don't right. believe anybody should hit anybody but i just feel like for some reason i don't understand why the question always has to be well what did she do mm. like for instance we had someone on our facebook live just kind of sort of say like oh he probably found out that she cheated on him and blah 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 and i'm like but is that the blackout reaction that right. you need to have like you're fabulous go there's plenty of, you know what That's I mean? what I've been saying this whole, yo, these people are doing it wrong. <laughs> they're, I mean, but <laughs> they're it doing it wrong. But for me, this is telling because it, it feels like he's been, it looks like it appears to be, so this, this is all my opinion, that, that he's probably been, this is not new. Mm -hmm. It has probably been going on for a very, very, very long time. Mm -hmm. And when does the conversation start to really, really have happen that, more women start to speak more so, more out about um, domestic violence in this particular industry because a couple years yeah. ago was very very rampant and showing in like the um, sports industry like the mm -hmm. NFL remember all those yep. instances happened but recently there's been a couple different things in the movie I mean in the music industry like the young gentleman I forget what his name is like YFB or it Y goes like this with the music industry like yeah when, like it goes year to year like well, you'll I hear think some with shit movies and music <clears throat> go hand in hand and use the whole like the whole like me too movement in like with like harvey weinstein and all that like i think i don't know i don't maybe this is a good question it's like i don't know why that hasn't carried over into music as much because mm -hmm. it's all the right. same people right all the, the same thing. mentalities it's, it's it all is. entertainment mm -hmm. and it's all thinking you're bigger than what's right right yeah, and then it happens and you know that because of your fan base or your social media following your demographic is going to support you no matter what right and that's, 
horrible. Yeah, it, it is really, it, it is really bad, and it's almost like some at a certain point it fades and no and no one remembers anymore. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm trying to say? It is like the conversation needs to like it, like for me the Me Too thing is kind of dying down at this point. Like it was like for a couple months it was like in your face, in your face, in your face. We haven't talked about Harvey Weinstein now for about a couple months, mm-hmm. but does does that mean that what he was doing, what was going on, was right, mm-hmm. and we should forget about it? We still shouldn't be a conversation about it. I think I just feel the same way about like the domestic violence. I think I think what was more I don't know I don't want to say more ratchet, but like on the same level was that he performed. That like Lil, two Lil, nights later, like Lil Kim brought him out, and like people like it, I was like. Yeah, and I was like, like it was a damn. Full, it was like a full crowd of people. Like it was, if not the night after or the or the night of. It was, it was the like, night. It was the night after like, the video surfaced. Right. And his Correct. captions like, "Oh, when your when your girl betrays you, or like when you're when you're someone this and your girl betrays you, make sure you rock with yourself." And it's like, well, if you can rock with yourself after beating a woman, then you can be in jail. Do you realize how hard you gotta hit somebody to knock both their teeth out? Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. Like that's the frightening part about it. like. That's a that's a straight black outrage type of like yeah. she had to be knocked out. Yeah, you had I was to- just watching Rock, uh, Roxanne Roxanne, okay. and, and like um, I don't spoil alert, but in a, there's a scene in there where it's like she's getting beat by the dude that she's with, uh-huh. and like crack the ribs and shit. I'm like, yo, you got like you that that's a lot of force, man, to happen. It's that's, not, a, that's a it's lot. Not like little, eh, we're playing. Like no, it's like bop. Like it's real. It's real, and it's just kind of sort of like. You think about how when they said Mike Tyson used to um, abuse, uh, what's the girl from Boomerang? Uh, Robin Givens. Robin Givens. Like, you're an, a, 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 a world-class heavyweight he boxer. The, he was that dude at the time. They said the same thing about um, Floyd Mayweather is known for beating, yeah. beating up. Like, that's cr- these people. Like, known. Like, Mayweather's known. So, someone asked a question in my timeline about, so then why do the women stay? And that's always like the age that's old the question. Old, that's the age old question of why the women stay. And I think it's really hard to answer that question unless you. Right. Mm-hmm. I was like, but it's probably real hard to, to not say something when you walk around without two front teeth. But also I mean, you're abused <laughs> the whole time. So like Fab could have been telling his girl, like, yo, you say anything like, yeah. well, first of all, like I'm, we're done and I'm going to blast you on social media and like no one's going to rock I with think you. One of the, I think one of the reasons is because of the fear. Like they fear like, hey, I tell on you in Fab's situation, he has enough money to bail himself out of jail. Correct. Yeah. So he still got to come back here. Like, am I going to have enough time to pick up everything and go where he can't find me? I have his children. Mm-hmm. She, she gets a restraining order. Like, she, she it's, it's, a, it's a lot. It's not just like, oh, like, I'm going to yeah. leave you. It's like, a long process. Yeah. And most of the time, men that are physically abusing their women are also mentally abusing them. Absolutely. So they're constantly telling them things to break them down. Like, you're never going to find anybody like the first else. Thing. That's, the, that's normally the first yeah. thing they do. They first mentally abuse you before they physically. Like, you're never going to find anybody. You're ugly. No one loves yeah. you. Blah, blah, blah. Different things of that nature. And I've said this before, and I'm, I'm and, I, and I'm sorry if I offend anybody, but hit me before you mentally abuse me, because that mental abuse is is extremely damaging. Yeah. Like it takes you out. You know what I'm trying to say? And I just thought this this conversation needed to be uh, had because I just feel like we have to stop putting celebrities in whatever genre they're in, whether it's music, sports, on, pedestal. on this pedestal, this crazy pedestal where they can't do any wrong to we the. Live in a, we live in a. In a a society that we worship celebrityism, like whether it's a 15 seconds of fame or you know someone who's dropped you know 18 albums, like we just put them up there for some reason because we see them all the time and you know it's like 
they they make us feel some sort of uh, emotional connection to these people, like yeah. to these artists or players or whatever the case may be. So when you hear something bad, it's kind of like back in the day. I always have this argument, like back in the day with Babe Ruth. Like if Babe Ruth was alive right now, he would not be as loved because that motherfucker used to hit women. He was a drunk, like overweight, like he wouldn't be this big. Media. Yeah. yeah. And now even more, it's heightened. So it's like <laughs> you're see, you're you're able to see what's really like what people really are what people really but are what's are. interesting also is that like Louis CK like the comedian Louis mm-hmm. CK when that sh- shit came out about him whipping out his yeah. Johnson mm-hmm. like in front of multiple women like yeah. like he his career ended immediately like it, was it wasn't crazy. even a question so it's also interesting Netflix because all his, like, with co- in the comedian space it's like it, it to me it almost seems like depending who, on what wh- it is who the celebrity's audience is it is something to do with that group like that group because wow. like when Aziz Ansari got that mm. whole thing came out it was split right down the middle like half people were like no and half people were like well wait we should have a conversation about what he did because I kind of don't think it's that bad mm. right. so and then Louis C.K. thing came out and he was he's done, done. Like his, yeah. his career like I was I'm a huge fan I saw him twice yeah. and when that came out I was like damn but now yeah. I'm done like yeah. now I like I can't even watch your special anymore yeah, I'm thinking was, about you doing creepy shit he was like not if not the most popular like King of comedy, yeah. he was the top of everything. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it crazy. But you would just crazy. be surprised at the the crazy stuff that people do. Well, well, from House of Cards. Yeah, uh, was that Spacey? Kevin Spacey, R. Kelly. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. R. Kelly's wait, a whole wait, other wait, episode. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I have this argument all the time with R. Kelly. Man. I just read something about R. Kelly today. I'm sorry. What is up? He's training his girls like cats. To be pets. Yeah. Like they, he's training them to. to You'd be surprised. They all speak the same. They all look. They all dress the same. I read that whole article. I was like, "Well, this is way worse than peeing on somebody." But wasn't he just in the (laughs) news last year for having this weird Uh, like like, a cult, cult like basically of women in the basement? Now he's training them to be dogs and cats. See, how is he still doing this stuff? Like, how how has he not been brought down? That's what I'm saying. Why is he? Because if they're if they're meanwhile we're still prosecuting Bill Cosby. Right. (laughs) If they're of age, there's really nothing you can do. Well, the last chick was like 14. This chick is 14. Oh, then there he's wild. Yeah. Yeah. He's got like a house of girls ranging from like 13 to like 30 something. And they all look the same, dress the same, talk the same. No, real talk. Like somebody needs to put it into this. Like this is like 15 years, 20 years. His PR team's incredible. It's incredible. It's incredible. They just shoot down these articles. I'm sorry. There are still people going to his concerts. Yes. Talking about he's the great, like, yo, like, yo, this is wild. This is super wild. wild. He's got his pets backstage waiting for him. That's the most like, that's 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 the one artist. Like, I just, I'm just like, how do y'all, how? I'll never listen to another album the same ever again. Step in the name of I'm sitting down. I'm good. I'll sit this one out. Yes, it's like ignition. Because <laughs> it makes you think. Comes on the club. Like, I'm going to the bathroom. Did. Yeah, like, you like, damn, like. And then, it, like, especially like ignition, that song came out right in the height of, like, him peeing on a little Girl, kid. Right. It's like, uh, I'm going to send this one out. I'm going to go to the bar real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, DJ. All right, real quick before we go to break, because we took a little too much time on a retro recap, but some sad news. Shannon Tatum. And um, Jenna Tatum are separating after nine years. So you're saying I got a chance. All right. That wasn't where I was going with this, but I love you. Wait, wait. Real sorry to delay. Real quick, I looked at that Instagram because I saw that happen, and I looked back in what's the wife's name or Uh, Jenna. Jenna. Jenna's Instagram. She didn't post about Channing once in like seven months and Channing's whole feed was like every other picture was like I love my girl she's so beautiful and I was like wow I I obviously know what happened here I felt like I knew exactly how this went wrong for a while Mm. he was trying he was trying and she was like he fucked up 
Yeah, but I, I will say it. this that so I, I'll take all your coins. I did, I did like their um, their statement yeah. to everyone. Um, I just love the fact that they were like, listen, we still love each other. We're always going to love each other. We have our kid together. We're going to be best friends. But I like the part at the end. They were like, we won't be commenting beyond this. We thank you all in advance. Don't ask us any more questions. Like Shut it down. From shut the it rest. down. Like, actually, in the beginning, we they were like, first off, it feels odd that we even have to share this right. with everyone. Right. And I None was of y'all's like, business. Like, I thought that was dope. Yeah. Like, no one ever says that. But this actually sounded like a statement that was really put together by her. Right. <laughs> like, I shouldn't even have to have this conversation, right. but I will anyway. They they both And they said it was fine. nothing. She said there was no secrets, no scandal, no nothing. We just been together for 10 years. We decided we wanted to do separate things. Don't ask any more questions. Good night. I don't know. Okay. I'm here for it. I mean, shout out to Jenna. Like, what's good? But... <laughs> <laughs> He's also, you know, like every girl in the, in the world's like Channing. Yeah, like they're now every yeah they have a chance, right? It's like Listen. calm down. You still messing with a bull that lives with his mom. <laughs> you never know. They <laughs> they this may resurface. They may get back together. They will. They will. They, will. they look. They're too. They're like they look too good together. Yeah. They almost look like brother and sister. Like, they're <laughs> that good looking. <laughs> yeah. They've been together that long. There's right? like a thing where it's like when you see somebody who's been together for so long, they start to look like each other. They just like, mold into one yeah, person. Yeah, yeah. There's like like molding. <laughs> yeah, it's the same shit. Also, um, over the weekend, there was a big thing on um, social media again. Uh, did you guys see where uh, it was? I think it was the, the New York Post where the article came out about uh, the autopsy of Stefan Clark, the mm-hmm. gentleman in Sacramento who got shot um, by uh, the police officers. Mm-hmm. Um, his autopsy came out saying that he was shot six times in the back. Damn. But, it, I mean, six the six ones were sh- he got shot six times in the back. That doesn't have to do with 20 times altogether he was shot. All together, six times in the back. Though. And that, that's a big deal because they're saying that he, they, they charged at him. <laughs> they said they ch- that he charged at them and they thought that he had a gun, but it was really his cell phone. But if he, you were shooting him from the back, then how did you know Correct. what he had in his hand? So this is like a really big um, break in the, poten- the, the potential case because no one's been charged yet for anything, of course. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this was like a really big thing. A lot of people took to social media, a lot of celebrities, they reposted this whole situation. But again, still not promising, man. Like I just feel. I know it's still not promising, but it's a lot of protests that have been uh, being sparked by this. Uh, it's just crazy. Like that's crazy. It's just crazy. So of course the um, officials say that they don't want to um, say anything in regards to this autopsy because it's not, their their people didn't do the autopsy. So this autopsy was actually done by the gentleman who um, has been doing a lot of work with the NFL in regards to like a lot of the brain damage. His name is Dr. Bennett, um, I, you know, I can't pronounce stuff, Omulu? Amalu. Amalu, yeah. So he's like a world-renowned like doctor. He performed the autopsy, um, and they were like, yo, he was shot six times from the back, so They went CSI that. on that ass. Ooh. So we'll see how this unfolds, everybody. I will like to say this, though. I want to bring up something really quick about this. I don't know if anyone's seen it, but his brother has been uh, headlining a lot of the, the protest. And his brother is right. making a lot of national news because he's been kind of like doing crazy stuff and like interviews. Yeah, he went to like town hall. He went on the town hall and was like crip walking during the town. Like just doing like very interesting things. Like he went on Don Lemon and was like ringing a bell. And like wouldn't really let Don Lennon on CN- CNN like conduct the interview if Don he was like unless you say my brother's name I'm not going to answer any of your questions it was like really really like weird wow. 
Um, and like he's been like, it's been a lot of backlash to the family. Like, why are you guys letting him be like the the face of this? Awareness. Basically? Well, his aunt finally made a statement and um, stated that this is not the first family member that has died and um, due to gun violence. Wow. They had a younger brother that passed away in regards to being shot, not necessarily um, in the hands of armed forces, but um, was shot due to right. gun violence. Then his older brother got, he's the middle child, so now he's buried two brothers. Wow. And he thinks she's like, he's basically um, suffering from PTSD. Mm. And instead of persecuting him, like the media kind of like coming after him, we got to get him some help kind of mm. thing. But it also, like you said, is bring awareness to the situation of we got to do something about this. There has to be some type of justice. In. Right. Damn. So we like to bring up these topics to keep people, to keep y'all woke, to know what's going little on. A little bit. A little bit, a little bit. But there you have it, everybody. That is the rest of recap for tonight's Tuesday show of the Lauren Reed Live Show. Yeah, I like it. Good stuff. So what we got coming up as far as music next, we have Kid the Great um, with Oranges featuring Lava Girl. Breezy, you want to talk a little bit about this pick? I love this whole project that okay. Kid just dropped. Yep. Um, the Grapefruit EP. Every every song is named after like a fruit. But it's really, really, it's, the whole thing is really, really dope. Cool. Uh, this is one of my favorite songs off the project. Produced by Kill Confirmed. Yeah. Amazing producer in Philly. Nice. Uh, and it's featuring Lava Girl, who is also another amazing artist. Cool. Cool. And, uh, yeah. Check it out. So let's get the kids to great with Oranges featuring Lava Girl. It's your girl, Lauren Ree, right here on What Eyes Radio. We'll be right back. Yeah. And we're back, and we're back, we're back. Lauren Ree Live, Water Ice Radio. Done with the ratchet recap. We are done. Yes, and we're about to go into our Lauren Live. Let's talk about a topic of the hour. Yeah. And here in the studio right now, we have Breezy and Watts from Taste Creators right here in Philly. Say hello to everybody. Hey, hey. in the building. <laughs> I don't know how to do the air horn. That's Jay's. That's bah, 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 bah. There we go. There you go. Thank you. So thank you guys for coming <laughs> to the show. We're really excited to have you here. Actually, um, previous guest Janae Brown mm -hmm. um she was um she was here she actually met with you the day yeah, like that she, she came here came right. she came here mm -hmm. right and um we were like all right we got to get her next we got to get them up here next let's, that's oh, how that's how we, that's you, how we do this right yep. so we're just happy that you're in the building tonight so let's just let's start it all off so Real quick sorry shout out to you guys on the cover of the paper yes that was dope <laughs> glad you saw it yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm like oh shit we're about to have them on it was like perfect time man yeah, no, it was great it was great that was that, that definitely came by surprise we were supposed to be in the music issue mm -hmm. and then i woke up that day the music issue came out and i'm like wait we're not in it they're like, so the bam. What's going on? They're like, oh, don't worry. We got you. We got, got you. cover next week. I'm like, Ooh. oh. That's dope. I'm patient. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Philly Weekly and Kareef. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Nice. Absolutely. Nice. 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 So, Breezy, I wanted just to basically start off with you. Like, so what were you doing before Taste Creators? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, was doing, I was in real estate, actually. Wow. I mean, okay. I, I've always been, I was a creative since I was little. Okay. So that's always been a part of my life. Okay. Uh, my aunt owned like a dance studio. Mm. My pop was singer, songwriter, drummer, all that. Jazz. Okay. So like since I was little, I was doing the creative thing. I was recording. I was performing and singing and all that like mm. before social media. And then I uh, had like you know I just it was just a weird situation. I got out of it. I had bad management when I was like young. Mm. I was okay. Age. I didn't know <laughs> shit about the industry. Right. And, um, yeah. Like I did the Apollo in New York a couple times. Nice. 
when I was like 14. Okay. So like, you know, I, I, I've experienced the whole music thing. Sure. And I got out of it uh, when I graduated high school, Girls High, mm. uh, here in Philly. I was about to say, so are you from Philly? Yeah, yeah from that. Philly. Girls High, okay. Born and raised, Girls High. Um, and then, like, I, yeah, I got out of it. I got into real estate. It's something like a passion of mine, mm. um, and which really, really helped me a lot, actually, because when it comes to marketing, you know, yeah. real estate, it helps you a lot. Yeah, that is, sure. That's what it is. And it also helped me uh, transition to being an entrepreneur. Okay. Because in real estate, like, you can get a nine-to-five job, like an hourly job, but mm-hmm. the way, like, if you're an agent, you have to, yeah. like, fend for yourself. Pretty you much. You close the deal. Yeah. So that, like, really got my feet wet as far as this stuff goes. And then uh, it just transitioned like from real estate. I had to choose eventually what I, if I wanted to do real estate full time. Okay. If I wanted to run with what I'm doing right, right now. Okay. Cause it's, I, it's imp- kind of impossible to do where I'm coming from. It's, it's impossible to do everything. And really like, I like to give 150%. Right. So if I'm going to give, I can't give 150% to real right. estate. And to it's like, artists. don't half-ass two right. things, no, full-ass one half thing. Ass it, so yeah. I really had to like choose. And real estate is still a passion of mine, but I want to do it at a different level. level. Sure. Yeah. What about you, Wes? How did, what were you doing before Taste Creators? Uh, so I, uh, I'm originally from Long Island, New York. Okay. Uh, and I came to Temple University. Shout out Temple. For, hey, bam, 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 bam. It never yeah. fails. Here we go. I <laughs> uh, went to Temple for four years, graduated in 2015. Nice. Um, I, from day one, I wanted to be on the radio, actually. Mm. And so I was interning at CBS Radio New York. I was on uh, Q102 here mm-hmm. back when I was in school. I was interning. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I got out of school, um, I was like, I need to get right into radio. So I ended up getting with 96.5 when it was 96.5 Amp Radio. Amp. Right okay. after Wired. Right. I was yeah. there right. right when right, it flipped. Right, 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 right. So I was on Amp and ended up with like overnight person for like a month or two. And then okay. they were like, word, he has experience. I'm going to put him on, uh, on Sundays. So wait, and I was like the bench player. So I ended up being on 96.5 Amp Radio for two years. Okay. So um, did you have your own show? Yeah. So I was nice. on Sundays. And then I would come in during the week if like the night ho- night host was out. Right. I would come in. Um, I had a nine to five at Penn, right. so I was doing that to get like stacking the money sure. up. Right. And then I would go do radio because I was doing my side hustle and like radio was like always what I wanted to do. Yeah. Right, like, right. Doing it in a top ten market. You look familiar, man. <laughs> doing, it, doing, it, doing it like a top ten market that gave me like. You know, when you do something cool, mm-hmm. like you always want to do something cool, right? But when you do something cool, it becomes like, all right, this is what I like to do. Right. So then you get to choose, like, do I still want to do this? Because the cool factor is out of it. Right. So anyways, anyway, the uh, the station flipped in January 2017 yep. to what it is today. Today, today 96. 5. 5, yeah. Um, They wanted me to come back. No shade to anyone there because they're all great people. Mm-hmm. I just didn't want to talk about music like that's not current. Like, I love the new music. I love to talk about what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. Got you. So I was like, I don't think this is for me. I ended up going to the music business side mm. and got in with Atlantic Records. Uh, didn't know a single person there, and I was just like cold emailing every day for like five months. Damn. Landed an interview and just got in and ended up working international marketing uh, for about four and a half months. And then I was like, I don't really like this either because <laughs> I wasn't really getting a chance to work uh, work hands on with artists. I was sure. very a cog in the machine. Right. Um, and so when I learned I wanted to leave Atlantic, mm. um, I knew I wanted to be back in Philly because I was in New York doing mm. Atlantic. Mm. I wanted to come back to Philly um, where I know where my network is, where I know the right. artists, where I know the outlets. Um, and I knew that I wanted to learn more from Atlantic before I left. So I ended up just schooling myself. And every single day when I went in there, uh, I just kind of like took notes on everything I was doing and right. started to ask more questions and just started to be like, all right, if I'm going to leave, I need to know 
what's going on, why these things do, because you can do things, but you don't know why they're happening and the process, why and the strategies and how they execute. Then when you leave like a, an opportunity, then you're going to, you know, if you Gotta don't have know, to have something to take. Exactly. 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 Yeah. So then I came back uh, in end of November um, to Philly. I was kind of like thinking like, what am I going to do to get the money back up? Uh, started working with a bunch of independent artists in the city, just mm. helping them with uh, with writing their music. I like I'm a You're big right. into A and R. Okay, cool. Um, that's like my passion is like helping artists get make their songs or make their art more um, easy listenable, like easy listening for people who don't know them. Right. I always say like if an artist has a song out and they love it, but it's not really getting the love it deserves, it's probably because it's not like written to a larger fan base. Mm. So that's kind of like Good where stuff. I come from. So I was working with artists. One of them brought me in to Taste Joey Creators. So, shout out to Joey. so that was yeah. going to be like where I was going to segue I, into that. No, so <laughs> how did this union kind of sort of come together uh, to kind of form Taste Creators? Well, you pro- you, you started crazy. I had, for- I had a company. I still have um, a company called Exclusive Public. Yes. That was my first baby. Okay. Um, that was like PR. And then I realized like, wait, everybody's coming at me for PR, but they don't even need PR right now. They need like all these other right. development things. Right. So then I, I was like, how do I offer these things? And so I broke Exclusive Public down into like PR and PR prep. And then um, Taste Creators was originally supposed to be like a writing and production. Okay. But I was like, let me just create the blog for now and start like curating music, content, playlists, things like that. Right. Really putting people on to like the indie artists that are just as good as the mainstream artists. And then a couple years go by and then like recently actually a couple months ago when i first secured our our new like office and creative space mm-hmm. um an artist named joey Cathos from the city that i've been working with for like a while dope um, shout out joey love her we oh uh, we interviewed her uh the kickback a couple years ago oh, okay yeah, 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 I, yeah. Uh, I did the pr for like her floaters ep that she came out with a couple yeah, years ago yeah and ever since then we've just been mad cool keep in touch you know um and then she was working with watts yeah. And then she was coming to the office for like a meeting and she called him like, yo, you need to come with me. I want to introduce you. She was like, yo, you Breezy. need to meet Breezy. Like, <laughs> I think you guys will vibe. You know, Joe, she was like, I think you guys will vibe so well. You guys got the mad energy. Yeah. And I was like, all right, sure. Like, yeah. whatever. Like, right. you know, yeah. Like, so he came and they, she introduced So this is her. new. This is fairly new. Yeah. Okay. Early cool. December, I think. No, mid- but like mid, yeah, early December yeah. is okay. where we formed the partnership. Um, and then when I brought him on board, we, it just made sense to like run with like we kind of combined both of my companies together. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, just restructured taste creators. Sure. So now of course we we're we're gonna always like we're gonna have the blog for the culture. We're mm-hmm. always gonna put new content out, promote new music. We love to yeah. just help out however, however we can. Mm. But now we actually just turned everything into a full blown agency. So let's rewind. Nice. Yeah, let's rewind a little bit. So. Talk to us about just what taste creators are. So if you were doing your elevator pitch, what would that be? <laughs> yeah, you're, it says, you said you, that you're um, helping people follow their dreams and do what they, they love. Like. Yeah, my whole thing, like, is every, I don't like labels, right? Uh-huh. Everybody would always try to like put a label on me. Like, oh, you're a publicist. I'm like, what the fuck is a publicist? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just like to do what I can to help. Okay. So then it took a couple of years for me to realize what my purpose was. Mm-hmm. And it really was like, oh, I help. I want to help artists make money doing what they love. I want to help people make money doing what they love because I started from the, from the ground up. Okay. And I'm not rich or anything, but I am doing what I love and I'm able to help people for a living. Mm-hmm. So, And I'm happy because of it. Like when I was just doing real estate, I was like, all right, this is cool. I was making more money than all of my friends were, but yeah. I wasn't totally happy I got with you. it. So like doing this it just i'm like wow like i'm really helping people do what they love 
and it's helping me and I'm really really happy because of it so it, it taste creators I mean, every every it kind of just came about. I don't even know. Like, as far as like the <laughs> elevator pitch for taste creators, what we are essentially right. is a creative hub for artists. We are a we are their team. Mm. So we our sole focus is on the artist. So whether they're signed to a label, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Like we are their team. So we can handle, uh, like we handle the day to day things for the for the artists. So uh, the foundational things, yeah. mainly, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, whereas a label, they'll handle you know getting your stuff out distribution, distribution and all right. that stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But who's handling your newsletter? Who's right. updating your website? Who's like keeping the the day to day things going? Who's really helping you? The everyday content. With your fans. Yeah, yeah. Right. I'm all about like really just getting that interaction from the core fan base and Got showing you. artists that regardless if you have a hundred followers, hundred fans, mm-hmm. the followers not a fan, but if you have a hundred fans and they're actually like buying a t-shirt or a hoodie from you or something that's mm-hmm. money that you are probably missing out on right now that right. you could be using to put back into what you do yourself you're so it's like we are essentially an artist's team mm-hmm. you know well, stuff. yeah and also just on that like being from a major label i saw firsthand how many artists at atlantic had their own teams mm. um specifically like when we worked on press stuff with like ty dollar sign Wiz khalifa uh, drum or dram mm. however you want to pronounce it mm. same thing um off the top of my head like those three artists have their own teams right we're like anything creative when we got on a conference call it was like it had to be okayed by their team sure so when we talked about that when we first met it was like this is the way things are going mm-hmm. a lot of artists i think are uh, another thing we'll get to is just like educating independent artists yeah. on how things work. That's but a, lo- a lot of a big a big smoke and mirrors thing is that oh let's just let's just get signed or like oh let's just if we just do this then then we'll, then we'll get a manager right. then we'll just get signed right. and then we'll just, then we'll just make a lot of money right. and like there's a lot of smoke and mirrors in the industry yeah. and I was I saw them firsthand yeah. and so now along with being a full ser- full services agency where we provide literally like direct to the artist we literally do your marketing we do your website we do your merch store we do your pr we do yeah. your A&R, we do your studio sessions literally everything mm-hmm. we're also educating i was just gonna say you're basically artists. helping these artists become smarter artists yeah exactly. it's not it's not a like oh you want a website you know and x amount of dollars here you go like, it's like all right here's what we'll do we'll yeah. customize a whole plan right cool. for you rollouts like, launches yeah, we don't have like that's another thing like artists approach us they're like yo what are your packages send me your packages and we're like oh bro like Right. We don't even know your situation. So right. How can we help you? Correct. You know what I mean? So yeah. everything that we do is literally based off of that specific artist. Right. And the best thing specific, I think specific person that I love so much about what we're doing is like we give a reason why for mm-hmm. everything we talk about, and it's because we literally have the experience to back up Ooh. why. And the actual like reasons, like we can talk. So you're not just talking out of your ass. You're like, but there's but there's a lot of people in the world today because music's become such a social thing and it's such a fast attention span where like people consume music and digital stuff so fast that like a lot of people just be like, oh, you need to do this, and it's like, well, why why should we listen to him or her? Right. Right. What what. What qualifies them for you to be? And I'm not saying that like, oh, go spend four months at a major label, but like, like everything we do is backed up. And gotcha. we have the database and the research uh, websites and like all the tools that we pay for mm. to show you why we're making the decisions we're making. It's literally taking like our blue, like my blueprint too, like for what, how I started. Okay. And helping you do what you love to what do. What you love to do. In your life. 
Well, that's a good place to pause right now sure. for for a quick break because we kind of want to sort of go get more in depth into like what that looks like with the artist once they come to you and how that kind of like goes. And I know every artist is different, yeah. but uh, you you almost answered one of the questions that I have for Sorry. you coming up in regards <laughs> to like label and being independent and different things of that nature. But no, it's, no, no, it's all good. It's a good place to pause. We have another song coming up off of your list. We have um, Armani yeah. White. Armani. Okay. This is my dude. I'm go so ahead. So you I, can reached, go ahead. I reached out to Armani. Armani. <laughs> I reached out to White like three years ago. Like I was fresh out of Temple. Like right when I right when I got to school, and I was like, I want to help because you're SoundCloud. You have five songs in there, and they're all fire. And he was like, "Word, let's get together." So we ended up like in, working in the studio. He like was the first person to let me into the studio space and like actually in our project with him. Nice. Um, and we we I helped produce and record. Um, NYC window, New York City window, which nice. was premiered on like Pigeons and Planes, all this cool yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And so he is just so freaking talented and he's so like... Is he from Philly? He is from Philly. He's from West no. Philly. He's nice. so up next and he's been so up next and right now he's cultivating... He's really He's like, cultivating he a huge team. And like... It, it was everywhere. He has so much stuff ready like, to go. Literally, he came to our office, and there were other people at our office. Was like, "Yo, is that Armani? Wow, is that Armani!" Like, he moved nice. out to yes, LA. Yeah, Armani. He's, you can go say hi. Yeah, he's yeah, got yeah. a whole <laughs> squad of educated, knowledgeable people. That's important. And so, <laughs> and so he's just—he is so. I just—I'm so excited for he's him ready to for blow it. the hell up. And this is like the first release he's had in a couple, maybe over, almost over a year. Like it's been a while since he's released music, but he's sitting on so much. He's just trying to get that right marketing plan. But this song is, without a doubt, a huge like reintroduction for Armani White. All right, well here Let's it is. It. What are Ice Radio listeners? This is Armani White with Public School right here on the Lauren Reed Live Show. We will be right back. Please do not go anywhere. And we're back, everybody. It's your girl Lauren Reed right here on What are Ice Radio. That was Armani White with Public School. That drone was fire. For sure, I gotta go watch that video too. Yeah. One thing I'll say about videos, I feel like for some reason that kind of like faded a little bit. Right. But there's certain artists that are really, really creative. Like that Tierra Wack video. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like next level. It, that, was, that fucked me up because I remember. Next break, we need to watch. My, 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 a, we will. A friend of mine showed me it and I was just, and I, I just, I remember, I was like, damn, this is dope. Like, who is this? Like, did she sign? I was like, how did she get, the, I had so many questions. Was like, where'd you get the budget? Like, who are these people? Like, right. who are the mob? Like, what? Like, it Before was, we jump into it though, like, I'm sure we all come from like we're all in the same age range where like watching MTV jams was was big. Making the video. Making the video. So why do you kind of think that's kind of faded? Here's the thing. It didn't fade all the way. It faded kind of with our age group a little bit. I don't really sit there and watch MTV jams, but there's still a crowd of kids that does. That's still, yeah, because it's still because yeah. it's still MTV jams is still on it's MTV, still, yeah, BT. Still like, and you got to think these videos are on YouTube and they get so views. Yeah, oh, Vivo. Vivo still yeah. does it. YouTube is where it's at. Really. Yeah. <laughs> So, okay, maybe it's just us. <laughs> we, well, no, I also think, I mean, like, I also think the, like, we were, you know, before we had, like, smartphones, we all sat around and watched yeah. MTV. And we waited videos. for a new video to come yeah, out. In the morning, right, getting ready now to go to like school. It was music videos. Check it out. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, I also dope. think there's so yeah. much more out there. You're right. And there's so much there's more so shitty much. music videos yeah. that you just see so many, then you see, oh, your, your favorite artist dropped music video, and you're just like, oh, it's probably the just the, and the right. same stuff I've seen. changed the game. But that's what I was saying. Like, I don't feel like I hear, like, my favorite artists anymore saying yo i just dropped a new visual like i don't feel like it's like really pushing it kind of just people are like, oh, like shit. oh yeah like they came out like i mean we do see stuff like when people do a whole catalog of videos and stuff like that you know like, like the binge like the yeah. binge and stuff like that but where are you gonna I say just, i think it goes beyond the video format itself because if you look at like major label artists they rarely drop 
videos for every song because the label doesn't want to put the money into each one because right. they have other artists at the label they're putting their money into. Right. If, you have, if you have Sia doing a Christmas music video that you know is going to blow up because it's Christmas time and it's Sia, you don't you're going to put that finance there rather than the fourth single off Ty Dolla Sign's Beach right. House 3. Right. Right. Because you already spent money on the first two and it's doing all right, but you know that finance is going to be better served somewhere else. That makes sense. Independence, I think, should... Should be Putting definitely out. thinking about music videos. Yeah. Right songs, you don't have to shoot, if you're an indie artist with like a mediocre budget, you don't have to shoot a video for every right. song. Yeah. But, but yeah, just kind of going off budgets and stuff. I feel like just now, like there's so many. You could like find a dope app to like help you film a right. video, and you're kind of like in the mix. You know, there's so many people that like find a homie that. Right. Do it for free. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. There's always somebody like, yo, I got a camera. Let's just put some shit together. That yeah. That's teach always going to be there. Too. Teach yourself as much. Like, artists should really be researching every little thing. But I will say, on the scale of priorities, I don't think music videos are like in the top five. Right. What's in the top five, then? <sighs> on the spot. I know I shouldn't just make these, like, random reasons. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, video are part of the top five, but not necessarily a music video. You want to... Okay. Oh, no. Visuals are top yeah. five, but, like, specifically putting together something for a song. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of research. You should be make sure that that like, song yeah, is getting streams. Like, artists make the mistake of, like, they're, they're spending all, the, all this money, like on the actual like, shooting the video, but they didn't even put the audio out yet, so they don't even know if people like it yet. Uh, so, like, they're, uh, like, yeah, so, like, they're not testing the market. Or you they don't have the anybody looking at their music or listening to music from their team or for, from to anywhere tell them these that's going to tell them honestly, hey, man, I think this, this song actually idea. sounds better. Like, because they're let's all put this one out first. They're yeah. asking their group of friends who's always been like, yeah, man, that's, that's fire. That's heat. That's the best <laughs> thing I ever heard. Oh, my God. You're the next big thing, whatever. But no one's actually being like, wait a second. Right. Okay. That's where we come in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so how do you how do you decide who y'all want to work with? Yeah. Um, it's not about deciding who we want to. I mean, maybe a little bit of it. Like you have to come with the right mindset. Mm -hmm. If you just come to us like, yo, I'm trying to get famous. I'm trying to get signed, bro. Trying to get that bread, cuz like what's good? Yeah, you don't have any, yeah. If you don't have any interest of actually like, if you just want to <laughs> pay somebody to do everything for you, and you don't think that you have to do that in, much, yeah. You're in the we're wrong not, industry. Yeah, we're not right. gonna. You know what I mean? But we'll, if you come to us and you're like, I know I got a good product and I know that I can improve and I know that I'm willing to put in the work mm. and I know that there's a lot of work involved and like, then that's who we want to work with. We want to work with the hungry one. A yeah. good, a good uh, uh, individual who you guys know pretty well who has that mindset, works a job, and then puts those finances into himself to develop himself, Bino French. Right. Mm -hmm. And he puts on his Instagram himself in his UPS. <laughs> right. Going to work for paying my dreams. <laughs> yeah. Not only, number yeah. one, does that help your brand and, help and feed your audience and connect with your audience, Absolutely. but two, just on a bare, obvious aspect, he's working a job to put that money back into himself. Correct. So if Absolutely. you're doing that and then you're not investing Investing in that in that artistry in yourself, then it's hard for us to sit there and then take you just as serious. Yeah, I think like, um, and this is me outside looking in. Yeah, I think yeah. with artists is I feel like investment in yourself and mastering your craft are like the most like just to, you gotta have those before you even like wanna. Because if you don't wanna know how to sing a, uh, a chord or you know sing with a uh, harmony or whatever the case may be, then I don't think I honestly this is just me like. I, I don't think you should be in the music industry. I yeah, think and if you went, if you make music, like you, you can't want to make the music video but not want to sit and do the marketing plan. For right, you. right. It's like, you, right. You're a business. Once you step foot and say, "This is what I want to do with my life," mm -hmm. it's like, okay, you're. It's a, it's a whole other line that you cross there. Yeah. That now you have, res you have certain responsibilities because now you're a business. You're a product. Yeah, you yeah. are a product, right. and you have to run your stuff like a business. Like business. So. Right. So we come so. 
me and Jay are a group. We come to you, right? And um, we I got bars, cuz like <laughs> we check off some of you guys. I'm the king of Philly, right? You, we check off some of your boxes, and you're like, all right, cool. We're going to work with Jay and, uh, and Lauren Ray. Like, what is the kind of sort of the process? Like, how do we start? How do you get us to the next level? So it all starts with, like I said, because we don't do those cookie cutter packages. Mm-hmm. It all really starts with evaluating mm-hmm. you. Okay. So we would we would sit down with you know us. At, at the studio and we would listen to everything that you have that you put out already everything okay. that you have that's unreleased okay. we would examine your Instagram make sure that you know how to use it mm. see what your interactions are like it's really it all starts with evaluating so we do like a serious artist audit checking mm. your bio your press yeah. kit like what anything you have if related you, to you guys as artists we need to see if you didn't fill out something on page. your Facebook page <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, you, if you didn't fill out something pr- properly on your Facebook page we are gonna make note of that right. you know what I mean so uh, a lot of the times the artists feel like oh I just gotta go hire a publicist or I gotta go hire somebody do you to know do what that means <laughs> let's not even go there but like it's a lot of the time it's really not something it's something that you have to do internally right you have to adjust that it's a it's a lot of small things that can make a big difference so we first evaluate and while we're evaluating we're seeing like okay so you don't have a bio boom you need to to do that Mm. okay you have merch or you don't have merch do you have an online store set up okay cool that's something that we want to do because we want to help make you money too you got to have those sales funnels funnels set up you know, who is, do you know how many fans you have? Right. Right now. Okay, you don't. All right, cool. Let's set up your newsletter. <clears throat> let's see who's paying attention right now. Let's start interacting with them. You know what I mean? So we see where you're at. Oh, okay. How do, are you getting, you're getting this amount of streams. Mm-hmm. All right. You're not happy with that. So what are your goals? We figure out, let's, let's evaluate first and then figure out what are your goals for right now? Got do you, you want to get more streams? Do you just want to be more visible? Do you just want to know how to grow your fan base in general? Right. Do you have a project that you're looking to drop and you don't know how to drop it? Mm. Okay, cool. So let's listen to it. Let's figure out, okay, what songs are we going to drop and when? Mm-hmm. And what visuals are we going to do with it? So Are you sick of your brother who's handing you mediocre beats and you need some <laughs> real <laughs> production? Yeah, real producer. Okay, cool. <laughs> producer. Right. So there's like so many different ways that we can work with you and and we've worked with artists on diff- all bunch of different levels. I've worked with artists that had that work with Drake already and they had you know what I mean they're doing the damn thing but they just they're missing a few little key components or you know so we just kind of really fully evaluate the situation and then tidy up the loose ends mm-hmm. and put a nice strategy together cool. for each individual. Who's an artist that um, you could say that you kind of like you really appreciate how they put like put the work in to really get themselves out there. All right. I'll start uh, two. So one of them I talked to earlier, Chasing Cash, mm-hmm. <laughs> who's really, really dope. Um, and China Mac, who's an artist actually out of New York, who, what? Uh, he's, he's, he's out. He's out. <laughs> he's out the charges. Yeah, he's had a, he has a crazy, crazy, crazy story. And he came to me with a music video uh, called Going Down with, with that he had with Dave East that wasn't mm-hmm. out yet. It was like two Dave years that ago. Dave East, that dude, yeah. Yeah, and he's like, you know, uh, we, we started, I started, originally started working with him doing the PR for that video. And then we worked on like his marketing strategy. And like he, if there's a, an art, he works harder in jail than artists that are out. Wow. Wow. Let me put it that way. He has, he was, long story short, he went to jail for like 10 years. Damn. Okay. For 
being in some gang stuff. And he got out and shot a video called Buck a Cop, which is basically about police brutality. Mm. Okay, if you fuck with us, we're going to come back right. at you. Gotcha. So he, ever since then, the cops have really been on his ass. Okay. He came out, got out for a year, got a little bit of a buzz. But then we started working together and he got into a little situation and he got locked up again. Okay. Right? Mm. He got, he gets out, he bails himself out, gets out for three days. In that three days, he shot like a billion music videos. Damn. Because he knew he was going back in. While he was locked up, he was literally mailing me. Uh, he, he printed out a calendar in jail and like was like, yo, drop this video this day. And Whoa. Like, mailing this to us. Not everything was able to get rolled out. Right. I mean, there was a lot of but he had the plan. He had a plan. He had the blueprint. Yeah, he was writing like newsletters from jail and, and mailing them to me so we can like I get him out yo he is phenomenal and now it's like okay when we first linked he had maybe six thousand followers on instagram or something like that now he's like yeah where's he at now he's at 37.6 k he's verified wow. he's like doing the damn thing and he's like he's you said he's out now right he all right so he got out <laughs> and then he went to south by right uh -huh. okay and they, they were they were shooting a skit and the cops didn't know that it was a skit and they locked him up but wow! Now he's yeah. They dropped the charges, and uh, I'm not. I didn't check and see if he's uh, out right this second, but they dropped the charges. So he'll be back. Well, in or out, he moving right. He's moving. <laughs> but he like he works he so let that, so the hard. The gel fuck up what he's trying to do. Yeah, there's another artist. His name is Lucid. He's actually one of the songs that. Yeah. I, mm -hmm. And now the video for that song, right? Like I worked with him. He's an indie artist. He approached me. He needed a strategy. He like I would send him an action plan. I do things called an action plan where I type up like here's what you need to do right, right. now. Right. And I, I would send it. To to him next day he hit me up like yo breeze i got this 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 and this done let's go what else do i need i'm like oh i love this yeah so like even with the with the song that you guys are going to play with that video i saw okay he put it out it was doing like you know it was getting some decent numbers but i'm like yo like this song can really really go yeah like this video is lit so nice. put some more money into the ads for it mm. he's like all right, cool. I the think I should, even though it's like a couple months old, you sure I should do that? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, do so it. What it really sounds like is that. And they, he, it, it blew up. Wow. Put it down. So what it sounds like is that the artists that are coming to you have to have the, you know, the, the drive to want to really do make it work. Like, yeah, uh, there are some artists who are like, basically, I'm trying to catch a bag. You know what I'm trying to say? I'm about to get That's this. Not, and it's not going to get them to the next level unless they're just walking in like they're really huge they're walking into a um a label they're getting signed they get an advance and they take care of everything i else mean there's like artists that. that will blow 150 grand on the wrong stuff and then they're not seen because you just spent me all of your money on the wrong <laughs> stuff you know what <laughs> i mean because you're just yeah, like oh i got money i'm gonna pay you know i'm gonna get a radio campaign but literally did you know if you were to talk to somebody you're doing the campaign for the wrong song right and if you don't have all these ducks in a row over here to keep that radio campaign going right where what are you doing you know what so i mean what's the, like what's the test for the song thing because i hear you guys saying a lot about the right song you have to see what the what your fan base is gravitating responding towards, to, the, responding most, to yeah. the most so do you find out like you, do you release that? So are you releasing a project and then seeing which one of your fans are like, yo, this is my favorite jam off this song? But it's There's tough. A bunch of different ways to go. Soundcloud. About it. Like my biggest strength is definitely my ear. Like it's like it's just like I, you know when you do like a self evaluation, you know your strengths and weaknesses. I got right. weaknesses. I got strengths. My biggest one is definitely my ear. Um, I think the biggest thing when it comes to artists releasing songs and hyping them up in their head mm -hmm. is. It could be catchy. It could be this. It could be that. If it's not structured, right, and if it's not easy to listen to, and if it's not easy to grasp onto, and if they're not replay thinking about value, it, it needs replay value. Correct. Yeah, then it's not going to work. So just by playing it, if you get ten people in a room and you play three songs, 
and but here so here's the flip got, side to that mm-hmm. there's a lot of artists out here right now that are garbage but they have a song that is extremely what we would think catchy do you still even think some of those artists that are not really what we would think are really good we talk about this all the time mm. like they call it like the mumble rap or whatever like that mm-hmm. but these songs are still lifting off and yeah. they're taking off would you consider like yo the, the artist is not that great but they picked a really good song well, there's a time and place for everything like that's just the that's the best answer like, there's a time and place like if you have a, a mumble rap song with no lyrics but like beat is crazy mm-hmm. then obviously when you play that in the club it's gonna right. be crazy right would, would that win a songwriting award probably not but it's gonna have is due diligence in the club and maybe who's on the song like for instance for for me like the new that freezer song by rich the kid has it has the, the beat is crazy it has Kendrick Lamar on it, it, it right. as well and now people are doing a dance to it and all right. other stuff like that but I don't know if I want to listen to his whole project see the dance is another topic yeah the dance comes bet- behind marketing yeah geniuses behind that record you get a couple influencers to do the dance and it's a wrap and yeah it's a wrap you that hit up Instagram models and you pay them X amount of dollars to put post that right and now everyone sees that you guys see that when you're checking your phones and you're like damn who else did I do that was who like Black Beatles that? with Ray Schwimmer with the um the the mannequin challenge the mannequin challenge exactly yeah so in terms of like what like what makes a song good it's that's like a whole or catchy or, or sellable or whatever what makes it a single it's a really hard conversation to have but you really but should be doing it behind the scenes do you guys fight about that sometimes no not yet. no we usually <laughs> put it on point no not I mean, yet but i mean in order in order look like in order for to gain breezy's trust like i didn't just walk in and be like yo i'm from atlantic and she was like oh we need you like i had oh, to no. we literally tell my story yeah right. and talk about what i've done we had like 55 hour meetings with yeah exactly <laughs> so it's just a matter of knowing what works and what doesn't and then backing that up with reasons why yeah, and, and you I like, just like getting feedback. So, yeah. like, regardless, regards in regards to the songs, like, how do you figure out which song to drop? Well, have you played it? How have you played your songs for anybody that is actually going to give you real valid <coughs> feedback? A right. lot of the marketing is is actually not to like undersell us. It's a lot of common sense, but it's a way of thinking, right? Hmm. So, like, the biggest reason why I got the job at Atlantic was because I they asked me a question: was how come at Atlantic, uh, uh, Uzi, mm-hmm. we can sell overseas, but we can't do. Um, like uh, a harder rapper, like um, who was the person they gave me? Uh, was it Meek? I don't know if it was Meek. But pretty much the answer was is that an artist that is relatable, more relatable to more people, yeah. is going to be easier sold. So Absolutely. when Uzi's yeah. talking about partying and drugs and having a good yeah. time, you don't have to be any cer- certain social circle to get that. You right? do that. Right. So, but if an artist comes in talking about shooting people and dealing drugs, then if you don't relate to that at all, it's harder to, to buy that stream or to Absolutely. understand that song and to get involved with that. So it's a lot of common yeah, sense, but it's also mixed in with imaging and branding. Artists are so busy making the music that they don't even, they don't really, they don't You're not thinking about being that. relatable. I've had so many consoles with artists where they're like, oh, right. that makes total exactly. sense. Right. <laughs> Why didn't I think of that? The, this conversation reminds me of, um, there was a show on HBO called Vinyl. And it only had like one season, but they're like the, the band, basically the band was trying to come up with like writing with songs. And he was like, I ran out of notes. There's no more notes. And then the, his manager was like, are you kidding me? There's there's so many notes. And he gave him the structure EAB. And he like basically went down like eight different songs that were the same chords. He's like using the structure. So like that, it just kind of like, you got to have like, and then, and then like all those songs were like just big hits. But at the same time, you can't have it too structured. Because when you have it too structured, then you're showing the artist that you have a, a textbook plan that works for right. everybody, okay. and that's not that true. Work for you everybody. have to find your voice, your brand, your talent, right. your art, who you are. That's really like the big thing is like, who are you? Mm. Not your music, not your friends, not your thoughts. Who are you? Like, what is your purpose? 
and then convey that over music and let's make sure that it sounds proper and is recorded well. How many times we get songs that are like, you can barely hear the vocals or the hi-hat is so loud that yeah. you can't hear anything else. Yes. Sound engineering Record is important. It. Yeah, exactly. Take the time. Good stuff, good stuff. So we have another music break coming up right now. We have Sean Smith with Drift. Ah. It's, I think I know which one this is. This is the one with the uh, the Cosby Show sample in the back. Sorry, I'm I'm clueless when it comes Ooh. to that. I'm I think sure. it is, but I if this is, is what it is, is, this is one of my favorites from the from the from the uh, from the, the list. Project? Yeah, oh, I will, oh, okay. I this is really really dope. Um, so we're going to hit that up really quick. Sean Smith, have you guys worked with him? Uh, we 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 partnered with him on some like shoot some content for Puma a couple weeks ago. Nice, nice. You dropped a little. And he was on our A3C show last year. <laughs> we did an A3C festival in Atlanta. Yes, he did. was on our lineup. We're gonna talk about that. We are, <laughs> are gonna talk about AC. <laughs> yeah. All right, everybody, it's your girl Lauren Reed right here on What Eyes Radio. We got Breezy and Watson here from hey, Kids hey. Creators, Philly's own. We will be right back. Yeah. And we're back. We're back. We're back. Taste creators in the building, Watts, Breezy, Brianna, how y'all doing? Y'all good? Yeah, we're good. This is good. a lot of fun. Cool, man. It's good being on the other side of a radio food. interview. Right. <laughs> yeah. She needs some food. Who would have told me I would have. Breezy's away in the corner of the studio. Yeah. Here. And next time, next time you guys come on, we'll have craft services. I got services a bad for you. habit of not eating all day. Yeah. And then I'll, yeah. Wait, I'll oh, be like, wait, I didn't hello. eat. Hello. That, yeah. that is my life. That's I'm like, what time is it? Eight? Oh, like, shit. Damn, I didn't eat. What did I eat? Yeah. yeah. I get yelled at about that so all the time. Meanwhile, I'm snacking. What did you say? You yell at me all the time for everybody. Yeah, because I just, I'm eating time. by myself in the office all, I like bring everything to the office to eat all my snacks, all like carrots and <laughs> like hard boiled like, eggs and whatever. Get like something and it'll just sit there because then I'm like going yeah, back to doing something. And you forget you had it. Nah, See, I forget my, I had my issue is coffee. I'll drink coffee in the morning and then okay. like. I just, just love eating. I so <laughs> I liked how you brought up like y'all's relationship. Like how important was it for you to find someone like Watts where you could trust? Because you're, you're spending a lot of hours. like things to happen organically. Okay. So I nice. wasn't like out there looking for a partner. Okay. But I, for like at least a year now, have knew that I, I've known that I've needed, like felt that I've needed some help. Sure. I needed like another me. Right. <laughs> because things just got a little too crazy. So that really happened. It's a good problem so, to have. <laughs> it is a good problem to have, but it's, it's, it, so when it comes to me and him, it really happened so naturally. Mm. And I'm big on energy. Sure. And vibes, you know? So we just really, really hit it off to the point that he finished my sentences wow. in our first meeting. Like finished each other's sandwiches. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> she would eat. She finished my sandwiches. <laughs> you know when somebody just gets it? Like, right. you don't have to freaking explain yourself to the T. Like, he just gets it. Yeah. And gotcha. it just, like, it, it just came together. And, mm. like, he was very, very transparent with me and vice versa. And we just were like, wow, like, this could really freaking work. Right. Wow. Nice. And, yeah, so it, it happened so organically. That I, I didn't expect it, and it's it's lovely. That's dope. <laughs> so I have a a common question, probably that you guys really you kind of get a lot, but we have a lot of independent artists come through here, not just on this show, but on the Drop Night show. Um, even with Mike, Mike Beyond, they have a lot, a lot of independent artists, artists come in. What do you think one of the biggest misconceptions about being an independent artist is? From That's, what perspective? From the fan or from a business standpoint? From the artist. So if I wanted to be an artist, yeah. And someone's like, hey, try the independent route. You they know what I'm trying to say? What do you think that that misconception is? With, to me, and you might have a different answer, but with me, they don't realize how much of how how much that the music is like 10% of the equation. The business is so much of it. Right. You know what I mean? So they're coming in like, oh, I make great music. <clears throat> I'm lit. And it's like, well, 
the reason why <laughs> well like because a lot of a lot of really talented artists they're like they just want to hide out in the studio but meanwhile you see like joe schmo with like purple hair doing crazy shit on instagram every day all day always and booking shows faces. going on tour. Yeah, so it's like you really have to find that balance so to me they don't realize that okay it's more business than anything gotcha and they don't realize that okay as a business you have to literally pay for everything they think that like you know, like being a, a listener, you just hear shit pop up on the radio or right. video on TV. You don't see what, you don't know what, what goes, goes into on. it. But, like, you might get a couple spins on the radio every now and then for free, but, you know, the label's dropping big cash to push these songs out. You know what I mean? Well, talk, talk about it from the, I'm sorry, you wanted to piggyback off that? Because I was going to say, take it from the, the fan perspective. What do you think well, the biggest misconception real, real is? Real quick, the, the reason why, or an example of why we work so well together is because while her while breezy's background in marketing and branding is so incredibly strong and she knows the 90 percent based on her 10 percent say hard about music like i'm in the mindset where like i've heard so much average mediocre music coming from artists who really think they're up next and i'm just like you need to do better and and, and i explained to them like you need here's here's some reasons why right your chorus and your bridge and your verse all sound like one big mishmash of crap right so mm. like we need to definitely structure write some hooks in there mm. and make this thing a hit so gotcha, like gotcha, gotcha. like while all that stuff and also not to like like everything breezy just said is exactly true mm. like there's also artists who like have mediocre music and then also don't have a social media presence right and like you literally are going to lose if you so don't how either do I find of those because uh, right. if you have one of those <laughs> then you can find help for the other sure but if you don't even understand that you don't have one of those or you have neither and you think you have both it's about a self-evaluation and realizing that like what like what do you actually have where do you need help how do i get that help from the fans' perspective, mm -hmm. I think a big misconception right now, and you're probably, probably surprised a lot of people in this room, is that everyone's team independent, but they don't realize the funding and the work that goes into it to the point where, like, like I love Chance the Rapper. I'm a huge Chance the Rapper. Coloring Book was probably my favorite album last mm -hmm. year, but people don't realize that he didn't just, like, wake up one day right. and have a billion dollars and like then just put money into an album. And, right. then, and then just, like, <laughs> and, like, he thinks that Kanye just like, walked into the room based oh. on, like, an old, like, voice note or something. Yeah, like, yeah. like he had investors that invested into his project that got him the studio space sure. needed, got him the, the background chorus needed for half his songs, got him the equipment needed to work with Francis and the Lights, to work with Kanye, to have all these things. Right. So a big misconception like from the family perspective yes. is a lot of these indies that are doing things right now and have their own brands they don't just wake up with money mm -hmm. so you have to it you have to save your money or it's there's no shame in working a nine-to-five or working a Starbucks job to afford studio time right you need to make sure that the money that you're spending on yourself is is the right amount like and in the right places exactly so, so, so I guess overall and answer and overall back to like turning ours as entrepreneurs yeah. make sure that you actually have yes. something for sale because cool. you're not you're a product but like okay a t-shirt is also a product right like i'm team independent don't get me wrong mm -hmm. but you have to also understand as a fan that like every independent artist didn't go from literally dirt poor too huge like there was people so that came there were companies that came <laughs> right. in and were like yo if you use our equipment we'll throw you two million dollars for your records you know what i'm saying like that's a yeah. smart partnership right. right so it's not just all about like coming from the dirt and getting big like right. and that's a cool smoke and mirrors thing it's a cool thing to have but from a fan's perspective like definitely educate yourself because it's not like labels independence black white it's like there's a lot of in between these days with minor imprints from big labels and people doing Brand their own thing like Brockhampton have been doing that thing for so long and they just signed to Sony right just now nice uh, I just had a question like there's something I like to bring up, especially with you both because you have so much knowledge in the music industry uh -huh. um, 
as far as like you know when artists say, "Oh, I don't want to sell out" or whatever, and I and the the argument is like, music is the only like art um industry of art that one person could sell out. Like if you go to like like a like an artist, like a painter or something, they sell for like one piece for like ten million dollars, and nobody says anything. And then like an artist, you know, gets a, a, a Kit Kat commercial, and it's like, oh, he sold out. It's like. Why is it music? Why is it music the only form of art People form that, sell. that sells out? Selling their soul. And every every other form of art, like they get paid these exorbitant amount of money and nobody says anything. I love that question. I love that question. That's the best question I've probably heard in a long time. I mean, hey. No, really, like, no, really, like, like, I wish, I wish journalists. I'm trying to master my craft here, man. No, no, I really wish journalists would ask like COOs and CEOs of like Warner Music Group and then Universal Music Group these right. questions because they're or talking to the art companies like hand painted art yeah, yeah, yeah. how come why do you think music's not being sold my opinion is that moving into the streaming culture we stopped paying for records yeah. right so like you put out a project and your streaming amount is mm. so small mm -hmm. what you're seeing is so small you're making more money selling a t-shirt than right. you're making on literally like a thousand streams of your of your song that you worked so hard on. Yeah, you're getting like pennies off of that. Exactly. So yeah, now so it's, it's like, like selling out is like music. you worked, let's say you worked for five years mm. on one album and a couple singles and your name's out there, but your streams are just not where you want it to. You're not making a lot in your music, mm. but then all of a sudden Kit Urban Outfitters or yeah. KitKat comes <laughs> along and they're like, yo, if you wear, or Urban Outfitters says, well, you wear our brand and you post five Instagrams, we'll pay you $500. And you're like, damn, yes. that's the biggest check I've gotten. <laughs> <laughs> That's the biggest check I've gotten in five years. So you have to, when you think about the sellouts, fans, audiences, people need to put themselves in the perspective of, of, of an artist now and seeing the financial landscape of being an artist yeah. and the money's not in the streams, it's not in the sales. People aren't buying iTunes albums for $10 as much as they were. Right. I'm not saying it's not happening, but you're making your money off shows. You're making Physical your money off. Physical copies are more of a keepsake now. Exactly. They're still relevant, right. but they're more of a keepsake. You're making your money off tours. You're making your money off of I just feel like people tours are just so self-righteous in their own. And like, if, if that person A would give that opportunity to sell out, they would be, yes. Exactly. Like Stack that money. You're working so hard on your so craft. Hard. Yes. And if you could use your, your, your music to get you to a point where Kit Kat's like, yo, $5 million to sing the Kit Kat jingle mm. in a grocery store, film it and put you on. Like Break how? Like, how are you not gonna say that? Yeah. Let me get my, my <laughs> harmonies right. Right. I think it's just a lot of people who think about sellouts don't. And I, I admit, when I was in like middle school, I was thinking the same thought. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Why is Eminem doing this now with this person in this commercial? And right. it's like, Eminem needs money. It's right. like, yeah, but I don't think I think it's just a matter of educating the masses on a fact that like if you're selling out. You're not really selling out. You're really getting the money. Got yeah. you. There's it's a, a difference lot. It's there, smoke though. and mirrors in this industry that it leaves everybody confused. It's but there's so a difference confusing. there, though, between like doing your music the right way and then getting paid by KitKat versus like doing your music the right way and then getting caught up in some kind of label deal where like they're producing your whole album and every song sounds like a like a radio pop song and you just got to. And you basically sound. have overhead that you, so you don't even get none of that money. Mm -hmm. it, well, that too. The artist yeah. is the last one. To but your music, right. you could tell your music sold out. You right. Can, you, the, the fans That's are like right. that. You don't sound the same and it's not good and then the artist tries to the label and the pr and the artist tries to spin it on oh well i'm just experiencing and i'm experiencing a new form of artistry and that's right. true like five percent of the time it's usually someone else producing their stuff because they're in a contract right yeah and now i'm glad you brought that up because i wanted to talk about like how <laughs> when, when when artists you know they have a certain sound that everybody just clung to their first project right first two projects and then they want to like start to do other stuff, stuff and it's like and ah the label's like I nah them, i want to go back like i want them to play their old stuff like blah blah, blah. like 
wouldn't you encourage artists to like go into like some other shit just to like find themselves or would it be a smarter move just be like just play it safe no i mean you should always be yourself but when it comes to marketing it you have to find a way to that it's going to grasp your old listeners and bring them along the journey mm. to the new you mm-hmm. you know what i mean so you should always be yourself i would never encourage an artist to like not switch up if that's mm. what you really want to do mm-hmm. but don't just bring it on people either exactly. i feel like i hear that like I f- one of my favorite shows to watch is unsung and I feel like on all of that, I'm a I'm an R&B junkie, especially old school. I feel like all those those undiscovered groups or those one hit wonder groups, like um, who was I just recently watching? I, I was just recently watching Donnell Jones. Mm-hmm. So his story uh, was a dope story. Oh, I didn't even and, see that. I have to yeah, check it out. It's, yeah, it's really good. And the reason why basically things went sour is because he wanted to do something different and his his uh the label wanted him to do more of where i want to be stuff right, they right, wanted right. him to keep doing like covers of stevie Journey wonder songs and this stuff like that and he was like that's just not the vibe that i'm on anymore and they ended up parting ways in re- in regards to that um because he did do something different and the label really didn't back it and it was almost like the label didn't back it to show like purposely like, to be like shit. we run this and yeah. now that you did this anyway, we're gonna drop you out at this point. You know what I mean? That and, sucks. And I feel like that, but I feel like a lot of the those stories that I see on those like type of shows, it's kind of like the same story. Like the label almost is like, you wanna do what we want you to do, and blah blah blah. I forget who I um Jagged Edge was another another kind of yeah. story I like That's that. Artists need to be educated um, because it's like, yo, I, you don't even have an entertainment lawyer. Why are you signing this contract? Right. You have right. to make sure that you know, like, why are you signing? I'm just like, well, I'm not gonna sign my creative direction away. You're not gonna tell me what I'm gonna record and what I can't record. You know what I mean? Right. My biggest like piece of advice about label signing, like I've had tons of artists come to me recently, like, hey, what do you think about just signing in general? Because I've been getting hit up by ARs at this and this, and like my label friends are gonna hate me when I say this, but at this point in time where we are with the digital landscape and how fast an artist can be like like nothing to a hit song and get put up like artists need to work on their brand and who they are and surrounding themselves with the right people so that when labels do come to them they Ah, have the team in place to be like no and here's why i'm saying no because you're offering a royalty split that's insulting to my face correct and here's why oh you want to own you want to own X, Y, and Z of, of my artistry? Well, right. you weren't there for my the studio process. Yeah. Were, so why would I do that? So right. my biggest thing is like, get so good, get so smart, make your brand so dominant and make your music so catchy and listenable that that you can literally reject labels and then have them come back when it's an artist a friendly deal. Because there are artist friendly deals right. out there, but a label for the most part, not all of them and not all the time, but usually they're looking to capitalize off of your brand and your music. So if you can turn them away and have a reason why in your head, so you know the next one that comes through, you're checking for the right things, then you're a leg up on like 95% of wow. the other artists. Yeah, and the, the, in, the industry changed so much. Mm-hmm. So like with the uh, art, an artist like Donnell Jones or Jagged Edge, right. that's a whole different time in the industry as it well. It was, it definitely so was. So it's like the artists didn't have the, the floodgates weren't open totally at that point to where they have access to everything that right. artists have access to now. Right. So it's like, at one point, the labels truly did control the artists. Everything. Yeah. And now it's like, you, you can do it independently for a while and then go to the label and like... like or still do it independently. Yeah. yeah. Like one, one, one artist I liked, I just just off the sheer, like he's always on tour, Tech 9 like, Oh, yeah. Dude, like, 
I don't, I don't even like. He's not like those this mainstream dude, but he's been like. There's a lot of people years that are like just off of touring, making mad money, and, he's and been, you and have he, never. No, heard no, of he was, yeah, all, yeah. he was like one of the top twenty like most paid artists in like Forbes or whatever, hip hop artists or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was basically all for just and uh, he's merch and touring. Top paid because he's not splitting. It much anything it's all his. <laughs> it's so, all his. So we're gonna go to a quick break. Yep. Um, and then we come back. I have a, a real fun question I want to ask you before Ooh, we kind of like wrap all of this, this up. This is a good one. It's a good one, right? Um, so Stassi, Stassi Price. Yeah. Yes, I've I've definitely seen her definitely on the um, on social media a lot. I've definitely seen her there. Um, and she has like a like a Caribbean vibe to her. Definitely. I like that. You do. You'll like this song. Yeah. For sure. I haven't worked with Stassi yet either. Uh, talked to her a couple times, but um, in the industry, in the, no, in the I mean. <laughs> I just like I said I'm a fan of music and I heard this song and it I've literally added it to my playlist and it's I play it for a lot of people and I'm just like yo let's put this dope music out there that people need to hear so and then you know what we're gonna do um, we're gonna go right into uh, right after uh, Stassi we're actually gonna go right into Lucid too okay and we have what's this song called how you feeling? hi how you feeling all right everybody it's your girl Lauren Reed right here on What Ice Radio we'll be right back for the Lauren Reed live wrap up yeah. And we are back, everybody. It's your girl, Lauren Reed, right here on What Are Ice Radio. And that was Lucid. That has the Cosby Show. Uh, I just want to say thank you so much for doing this list. Because that, it's one of our favorite things to one do. One of our favorite things to do. Um, but like to have people come in like, yo, we want to hear these songs. And they're fire. Much appreciated. Very appreciated much for appreciated. that. So thank and you I, when I was thinking of it, I was like, I, I was like, they work with artists. They got to know some fire stuff. I was like, let me just yeah. shoot this out there. And when you got back to me and was like, yeah. boom, I was like. And we were like, yeah. <laughs> Cause so I'm, so I'm like, we'll go back and forth like, yo, what should, what should the theme be? What should the theme so be? So we do so. tonight. Huh? you guys need like, yo, that could be what Taste Creators helps y'all with. Like, we'll send you music for every show. Nice. Yeah, love definitely. it, love it, love it. So I wanted to do something fun. I, we like to do little fun stuff at the end of the interview mm-hmm. with um, our guests. So sometimes we play little games, stuff like that. Put you on the spot. Put you on the spot a little, little bit. A little bit. So in a perfect world, and this may be something that we might be able to work on to do, never know. If Taste Creators had a Taste Creators cipher. Like on BT. Like a cipher. You know what's coming, right? Three artists. Each of you, three artists three. who would be a yep. part of the Taste Creators cipher. Watch is done. <laughs> I'm knocked I work out. With indies, so I'll, I'm That's okay. Indies. That's fine. I'm and good like, with that. It's just supposed to be like real quick. Like, is it like anybody, or is it like people that we work with, people that we know? Anybody. Anybody. Come anybody. Next anybody. Right. You want to work with who? The first person that I'm gonna nominate, and you guys need to have her on her show and get her to freestyle, is LG Team Genius. She was. She won like. Yeah. I've known her for like I don't know like maybe at least a good five years now, but she can you literally this down? Mm-hmm. okay yeah she can <laughs> literally just freestyle for it for two hours damn and, and it's amazing though. nice like, real lyricism so that's I one definitely LG Team Genius LG Team Genius shout out like to LG that's one for you Instagram we haven't forgot about you are we doing one one <laughs> she, one he's no. over here researching I three, now I got a thing but LG do you have one sure. do you have one oh wait I do oh, have one okay one, right? yeah yeah J Jid J-I-D, Jid. Oh, yeah, under J. Cole. Yeah. He's dope oh, as hell. Man. I didn't know you like Jid. Yo, he's so oh good. Oh, my God. Jid is <laughs> like, yeah. everybody, all right, you're like going to. J. Cole. J. Cole. J. Cole, pretty much. I'm going to, my unpopular opinion, I'm going to put it out there. Uh-oh. Do it. This, is how, this is how Jid, no, 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 no. Oh, this, okay. this is also with Jid, but, like, he he's better than Kendrick. 
Damn. That's, that's when you're the bomb. That's like. interesting. I wouldn't be quick to shoot that down. So definitely give Jid or J.I.D. I'll look him up. Me and I, I played him for Janae, matter of fact, and she was like, what? And then I, and then I played it, and she's like, oh, you might have something there. Whoa. Whoa. All right. All right, I wrote that down. Where's Jid? Oh, okay, you said he works with um, J. Cole. What do you got for us, Watts? Honestly. So you've only given us two, I'm, so you're coming I'm back thinking, to you. I'm thinking like super... Um, like super indie, like, mm-hmm. and we already talked about him, but I honestly think Armani White. Armani so White. here's the thing with him, right? Like people compare him a lot to different rappers, and okay. that's the best part is that he he sounds a little bit like this person, sounds a little bit like Chance, a little bit like Goldlink, a little bit like this guy, a little bit like this guy. But then his repertoire of music that he's sitting on right now sounds like every, nice. all your favorite artists in one. Dope. Nice. And he can freestyle with the best of them. Number two. You got for us. Ooh. Ooh. And since she's also from Philly and she's really, really lit, and I've seen her. So this is your third one. Ooh. I'm gonna say since we're rooting for the Indies, and I and you're putting me on the spot, I'm gonna go and say Sierra Webb. Okay. All right. Yeah. So you got have three. You seen her freestyles? No. Like, have you seen? No. Like, oh, man, I've only seen her. I've only seen her man. video. Her, so uh, Tierra video. Tierra Webb. You gotta go on her Instagram. I gotta go Instagram. Tierra Webb. Jid. And LGT will murder. I got your three. All right. I'm sure. I heard that though. I heard that she could like she got bars. I heard that. I'm straight up going through my playlist right now <laughs> to see. Badness. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm so bad at the on the spot <laughs> shit. Can you, can you take mine? It's all um, practice. See, the thing is what I'm thinking about. I'm probably overthinking it, obviously. But, like, I'm thinking. Oh, that's an accident. I'm thinking, like, so is it, like, are they better at freestyling or are they just good artists? Because, like, I would love to see, like, Anderson Pac freestyle. Yeah. Because okay. I'm a okay. huge Anderson Pac fan. I, I think he's so too. musical and seeing him drum and freestyle at the same time would be he's crazy. So dope, yeah. Right. Gotcha. So like that's one. All right. Um one more. You be anybody. Freestyle, freestyle, freestyle. Um oh man. You know I watched so many freestyle videos that I can't I can't even. It doesn't even have to be a freestyle. Now they're doing ciphers now where people are coming in and singing. Yeah. They're done, like it doesn't have to be. Oh man. Um I Yeah, I'm really I'm proud of you. Um, I'm really, really, this is like a guilty pleasure. I'm really big into the UK grime scene. Okay. okay. I'm very big into it. I'm half British and I lived in London for six yeah. months and I nice. just got like right into the scene. That shit's So huge. like, honestly, like on a side side, like I would love to see a cypher on like BET, like in a big American media market yeah. with mm-hmm. like straight up like Skepta, Stormzy, Stormzy Novelist. Yeah, yeah. I saw Stormzy at like, uh, right. America. He and was Skepta dope. was here in Philly right. last year. I saw him like just a straight up like British takeover, Dizzy Rascal, Wiley, like all, the, like, all the guys like yeah. coming in doing their thing. Like they just rap to a different, they don't rap a, a, a four bar, they rap yeah. like a six bar. Yeah. And so it was just different. Um, but I would say just a conglomerate of them. If not them, I'm looking at it right now. I think Davies is honestly that's one of my dude, favorite man. dudes. I'm, I'm I'm halfway through his his uh, Rapture on Netflix. I haven't finished it yet. It's like a docu. Uh, it's really cool. Actually, they have it out now. A whole bunch of different artists. Um, and he's on. He's one of them on there. Oh, Royce the Five Nine. <laughs> that was that was easy. I just watched this. Um, no, spot. I'm just. I'm, so he has that. Yeah. He has that new. That new. Not new, but he has a group. Him and DJ Premier prime. are Prime. Yeah, yeah. And Prime Two came out, and yeah. I've just been like bopping this thing left yeah. and right. Like it's just. Like it's him just and Sahai like that's not fair. It's like. just good. <laughs> it's just very good rap music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just really like everything's there that you want. Yeah, to Yeah, you talk so. about Bart nice. Days, yeah. Man. All right, I so liked it. I like their picks. One thing we love to do at the end of the show is kind of ask you guys what's next. But before I ask you that, you know, I would love to see taste creators not just work with artists. Maybe you, uh, do you guys work with other creatives that do other things like 
podcasters and uh, hosts, things like hosts that. and different things. Well, I, our folks, <coughs> I mean, I have a huge. I mean, I have. I've worked with realtors. Yeah. I've worked with bloggers. Okay. I've worked with people that want to get into PR and do different things that we're doing. Right. Like, it, our, my, my real passion is just always with artists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got you. Know you. What I mean, but I've, yeah, we help others. So, what's next for Taste Creators? Ooh. You got any events? Any. Drops. Yeah, we have a lot of we we kind of paused our content a mm-hmm. little bit. Um, and we were dropping like weekly playlists and a lot a lot of content coming up but on now, newspaper covers. And <laughs> <laughs> well, because we just went through a transition. Yeah. You know? uh-huh. So now that we like merged the companies, brought him on board, and you know, like we're a full service agency. Like I we have services like literally listed out. Like we have. To yeah. Like we we're so what's next is definitely events. Um, mm-hmm. We're doing a lot of workshops for artists, which we're nice. gonna announce soon. Festival again. Good stuff. Um, we are like you'll see a lot of content dropping really, really soon. Good. Um, and yeah, like I, I, I'm just all about doing things that can really bring people together and help, help artists out. So, sure. Cool. I uh, got an event coming up that that I'm not gonna tell everything about it, but it's it's literally to connect artists with producers nice nice so a lot of resources for artists that's what's coming up so they can't tease that one project we're working on can we okay okay can we, we, we love know, know something though. about someone that we interview always comes through with an excuse yeah you can't you can't leave without you can't do it out jumping right, something for it. we're gonna put names on it but we'll just we say can. the concept hold on she's look, look, looking like she's saying we can put names I on mean, it if we i mean we're not gonna put all the names on it but I, come on basically no we're we're do you want to talk about it yeah i mean so basically like I just, I mean, I'm coming in with like a mindset of like, I'm not from Philly, but I've been here for six years yeah. and I just, I don't see enough love for the females in the rap community at mm-hmm. all. Like and I that. see a lot of people doing big things, mm-hmm. Tierra Whack, Bree Steve's doing things, but there's nothing where everyone's coming together. Right. Got so you. Taste Creators is executive producing a, the future of Philly is female album Whoa. with producers that are heavy hitters that I don't want to mention yet. We're not going to tell you anything more. Okay. So if I say, if I say a name, you're going to stay quiet. There's uh, going to be music coming. There's definitely going to be a lot of music that we're going to be also dropping. Timbaland. <laughs> just wink. DJ Premier. Yeah. We're just really all, Guru. I, I love getting amazing creatives together. That's awesome. Nice. You know I mean? No, that's 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 so going to be such a dope project. We have uh, yeah, we got some really really amazing females in the city. Not all rappers, a lot of, a lot of them are singers, songwriters. Yeah, so yeah, and course. we're just in the creative process right now. Um, you guys can come out on a Wednesday night, check out the sessions that we do. Yeah. Oh yeah, girls. definitely. Yeah, and I mean we're not in a rush. You do the studio uh, sessions there? We uh all right, well we're in we meet up every Wednesday at, at our office every Wednesday night okay. and we're just in that beginning creative phase. So okay. like where we're finding the right Just kind of see how right it gets put together. Yeah, so we are about actually about to start recording as well. Okay. Uh, but right now we're just in the writing phase. I love it. Taste creators, how can is there like a newsletter? How plug back? Yeah, how can we taste.com uh, at taste creators literally everywhere, even on like SoundCloud, Apple Music. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, where can creators. they get your merch? Oh, tastecreators.com. Literally nice. everything is Slash on tastecreators.com. Shop. Slash shop. No, like you can go to tastecreators.com and the hit shop on the menu. Sure. Right? Everything Boom. is there. Or shop.tastecreators.com. And whatever. always, always hit us up. You can hit us up personally. I was going to say, up do you, you want to pull out that? Put like, if you guys want to work, like artists out there, like definitely reach out to us because we're, we're, we're looking to educate and we're always on I your team. You're the people that... You know, because we always get people that like, yo, can you put our song on your show? Blah, blah, blah. So like, we can forward uh, that so stuff. We just let the song. <laughs> yes, yes, no, but really. I'm not in charge of that. But <laughs> yes. And the other way around, if you guys have new artists and stuff like that, totally do. Want to guys uh, play their stuff on 
with Irish Radio. We love some exclusive stuff. Please. Can you talk about really quick before you leave, like your experience with A3C? Oh, I mean, we had a lovely time mm-hmm. at A3C. It was the first official stage that Taste Creators ever had. Mm-hmm. And we had, like, Joey, awesome. actually had Joey Cathos on. Nice. We had Sean Smith on. <clears throat> we had, you know, a couple people from Philly. Bahamadia was on it. Um, and then, like, uh, a couple others from, like, outside of the city. We're, nice. we're in Philly, and I'm born and raised here, but I, like, Taste you do Creators stuff outside just of Philly. Philly. Right. Understood. kind of everywhere. Yeah. Show love to all the different kinds of music. Um, but t- it, it was it was amazing that's dope it was, good it, it was stuff. Awesome. excellent all right everybody there you have it that's there it. is breezy and wise from taste creator thank balls. you again thank you guys so much thank you guys Absolutely. we really really appreciate you guys coming through um you guys will be back next week yes Whew, it's who's, still, who's, who's up next week what is the, oh wait I, wait no i'm here so no I, that's not that no i don't know yet. next week oh let me check, oh, now i gotta check my calendar next we, week is what what this next tuesday the third the 10th the 10th day <laughs> oh next week is uh mr brandon ballard oh word yes, oh, from Skyler Academy. Yes. i literally he just put me on a panel and like yeah that's my guy that's yeah my, oh man yeah, yeah he's a good dude yeah yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he's great he's great yep. so that's who's next week make sure you guys are tuned Pick back in right here on the Lauren Reed Live Show Tuesday night, 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on the free TuneIn app. Yep. Make sure you go and download that right now and then listen to Water Ice Radio 24-7. All of our shows, all of our music is on there right there. And never, ever, ever forget, guys, not all superheroes wear capes. Sometimes, Sometimes they, they wear, wear headphones. headphones. Peace! Peace.